Hello, 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 good morning, and welcome to a belated The Coffee Run, but a coffee run nonetheless. Really excited to talk to you today. It is episode number 415. Can you believe it? It is flying by. It's just completely insane. Uh, I had this moment um, this morning. I was thinking about what I was going to talk to you about today, and I mean, we've got contentology, which is starting on the 1st of June, which is going to be really exciting. And of course, we've got Rebel with Soul starting on the 1st of June. Those links are on their way to coming in here. And, you know, like it's it's a whole bunch of fun, right? I'm really excited about it. And I was like, all right, well, I want to make sure that I've got the uh, ability to be able to talk to you about that. I wanted to talk to you about Rebel with Soul. Hey, Kylie. But more importantly, what I was actually thinking about was, you know, I, I, I find this, this thing these days that so many people get caught up in, you know, business is hard, marketing is hard, content is hard, clients are hard, and there are some things that you have to do in order to, you know, be successful or and, and make your things work. And more often than not, things uh, can be harder than, we make things harder than what they actually need to be. So what's been really interesting, I saw a post this morning by a, a gorgeous lady by the name of Jo Johnson. She's a, a content coach. You should totally follow her. She's really amazing. Worked with her a number of years ago and there was a post talking about how she made the decision to transition her business from what it was to what it is now five years ago. And so she popped into my uh, popped into my newsfeed this morning, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like I remember having this conversation with her, um, actually in two thousand and fourteen, about what it is that she wanted to create, and I was like, "Man, this is so cool!" And then I had another lady reach out to me this morning who I actually worked with around the same time, like 2014, 2015, um, recently reconnected with me and was asking me about you know different things, and it just. What what it made me reflect on, and I, and I'd really encourage you guys to do this as well on a on a regular basis. But I, I thought back to what I was doing five years ago. Now, five years ago, I was I was making a million dollars a year online. Uh, it was really fun. It was really awesome. It was really fucking hard work, right? And, and I'm not I'm not afraid of hard work, right? We 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 I think we all can probably see that, and you know that, and that, you know that about me. I'm also a huge fan of playing and making sure that you've got room and space for that. But going back five years ago, it felt like, <clears throat> it felt like I had to do a lot of things that, <clears throat> excuse me, were, were not necessarily exactly what I wanted to be doing, but I felt like I had to be doing them, right? And, and, and I wouldn't say that it was easy. It's not easy, uh, to make a million dollars a year. It was simple, but it wasn't easy. And I suppose that what I was thinking about was what was I doing back then? What was I selling back then? How was I, you know, how did I attract these, these two, particularly these two women who appeared in my feeds today? Uh, like how did I, what was I doing to bring those people in? And the answers were, I was doing a lot of sales calls. I had a, a huge team or had a big team uh, my break-even costs were about forty to fifty grand a year. Uh, sorry, a month. My apologies, a month. Um, I wish that were forty to fifty grand a year. Like that was completely not right. So making a million dollars a year, 
which we'd, we'd average somewhere, like just, just for the sake of complete transparency, that's anywhere between 75, 80 grand a month, right, in, in gross income coming in. And 40 or 50 grand, between 40 and 50 grand were my opening the door costs. That, that was everything, right? Not tax, right? Not tax. So of that money, I had 40, 50 grand that I had to make every month just to open up the doors, to keep the wheels turning, to keep on making that money. Now, it, 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 it sounds like a lot and it was a lot. Uh, so my, my profitability once I took that out, took my team costs out, my travel costs out, mentoring costs, all of that, not marketing. So like in the scheme of everything, if you think about that, let's say it's 50 grand, I've got net, uh, not quite net, but then I've got $30,000, say $30,000, $35,000 a month left. Half of that goes in tax, right? 50% of that goes off in tax. So I've already, like if, if you're thinking about it, like the, the money that I had left over at the end of every month was somewhere around 15 to 20 grand. Now, I, I, I know that these are big numbers that we're talking about and I, I think back to five years ago and I'm like, man, like that was, we had a lot of fun, like did a lot of things, but it was a lot of work to walk away with, you know, perhaps... 15 grand a month, like net, after everything else was paid. And I know that there, it, it sounds very, um, oh God, like I, I don't want to sound ungrateful, right? I, I'm incredibly grateful for the experiences that I had, but it was a lot of fucking work. Uh, it was a lot of time away from my family. It was a lot of money going out, but most of all, it was a lot of motherfucking pressure, right? So I felt like at that point, it was, it was great. We had huge amounts of people coming through and they were amazing people. Uh, but it felt like I couldn't even, particularly like 2015, 2016, uh, 2015, the, the, one of the big things was like, I, I had this realization of going like, holy fuck, like I can't, I can't take a month off. If I took a month off, and, and the wheels stopped turning. And, and, and this is my perception back then, right? Yeah, Rebecca, it was, it was a lot of pressure. My perception back then was that like, I this is what I have to do in order to be successful. Hey, Linda, uh, this is what I have to do. This is how I have to be. The wheels need to keep on fucking turning. Like I need to keep pumping money into ads. I've got to keep doing this. I've got to keep doing that. There was a lot of fun, but there was also a hell of a lot of pressure. I was like, I can't take a month off because I've still got all of this money to outlay, uh, like financial expenses. So if I took a month off and I'm just like, fuck that, I'm not going to, I'm not actually going to make any sales this month. I'm not going to do any sales calls this month. We're just going to go away for a month type thing and, and not do anything, you know, just actually have a holiday where I don't have to think about anything. And, and one of the things, one of these realizations that I'd had was that I'd really bought myself and created myself a really high paying, but a high pressure job. You know, I couldn't not turn up. I couldn't let the people down around me that I had these financial obligations and financial commitments to. And it, and it really made me start to question uh, the business model. It made me question my expenses. And you know what it's like, you guys. You know, there are things that will happen in order to help you do a course correct, whether we like it or not. And sometimes there, it's really extreme and sometimes it's it's not so extreme. Um but I had a whole bunch of, there was a whole bunch of things that happened towards the end, particularly towards the end of 2015 uh, and going into 2016, where I just, I had to scale back my whole business. I, over the, over the, like right through to 2017, I've spoken about this recently, 
where I'm like, you know what? If, if this is the price of making a million dollars a year, if it's about being away all the time, which I, I like being away, but I know that my family find it really hard, me being away a lot. So it's like, right, well, if I'm traveling less, you know, what's, what's the price that I have to pay to be making all of this money? I didn't want to have to be on the phone all day, every day, selling to people, knowing that I had to make sales, right? It's one thing to know that you've got your break-evens, but for me, like that, that pressure of having to make 40 or 50 grand a month, no matter what, it was just, along with all of the other pressures that I had in my world, it was just too freaking much. So what I decided was going into you know, 2017, 2018, it was just like, all right, well, there's got to be a better way. And I know that a lot of you say this, I get emails all the time, I get messages all the time from, from people saying like, there's got to be a better way to do this. And there is. And the thing that I decided was that it was, it was going to be easy. I decided it was going to be easy to grow my business, to be profitable, to walk away with, like you guys, for, for me to be able to walk away with 15, 20 grand a month in my pocket these days, my expenses are a hell of a lot less. I don't have a, a big team at the moment. I've pretty much got a team of, uh, you know, three plus me. I've got a team of three plus me that do various different jobs for me in, in, in my world, in my business. Um... But like, I don't have anywhere near that, that break even pressure. So the thing that I decided was that it had to be easy, that there had to be a better way to, to walk away with that same amount of money. And I'd encourage you to have a look at, well, you know, what is the profitability? What is the money that you want to walk away with every month? Because it's not just about the revenue, Right. It's not just about the revenue. It's about how much money you actually have left in your pocket at the end of the month that goes into your household, that goes into your pocket, that goes into your handbags, like that goes into whatever it is. But you are, it is okay and you are allowed to decide that it gets to be easy. Now, some of the things that I did to make this shift was like, I, I had a look at it and I was like, all right, well, what are the expenses that I absolutely have to maintain? And I culled so much. I still pay for mentoring. I still do, I, I don't travel as much, uh, but mainly because of restrictions and, and different circumstances over the last few years. Um, but I still get to travel when I want. I still get to do what I want. But most of all, I decided as well that the people that I work with are even more amazing than, than what they were back then. You know, these people, it's like, you know, when like you have these new friends and you're like, where have you been all my life? Like, not that your old friends were shit, like, because your old friends were amazing. But then you've got these new people and, and that come in and, and help you to learn more about yourself and, and experience different things. And, and what I really realized was that by making these decisions that it had to be easy, that I wasn't just chasing that, that million dollars a year, that hundred grand a month or, you know, 75, $80,000 a month that gets you at the million a year. You know, I, I wasn't having to constantly, I don't feel like I was having to constantly chase that because it's not about that. It's not about that. It's not about the million dollars a year. It's not about the 10 grand a month. It's not about the hundred grand a month. It's not about whatever number it is. I think the thing that you all need to really work out is, well, what's the cost of making that money? And what are you willing to pay? I was unwilling to pay with my health. I was unwilling to pay with my time in the sense that like this, there was so much pressure. I was constantly available. Um, I would be on my phone all the time. I'd be on my computer all the time. I would not finish work at, you know, 6, 6, 5.30, 6 o'clock at night. Uh, I would start super early. I, I was always 
was always worried as well. Like this is another insight actually. Um, I was always worried that, that the wheels were going to fall off. I remember having a conversation with a mentor of mine at the time just saying, you know, I feel like I've kind of built this business and it's really great, but, you know, what if something comes in from sideways and, you know, I can't meet these commitments? You know, the, the, thing, the thing that you may or may not know about me is that I will do anything that I can almost to, to make sure that I'm meeting a deadline, that I'm meeting, commit, that I'm meeting a commitment, that I'm fulfilling on a promise that I've made. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's who I am and I'm sure you guys are really similar. So to me, like this thought of, of, of potentially something happening of, of me not being able to make that commitment was really rough. Add into the mix as well, I was really shit at managing my money, like just to be really honest and transparent and open with you. Uh, I wasn't putting a whole lot of money aside for tax. And so when the tax bill came due, I, I felt like I was always chasing my tail. I wasn't able to pay it because I didn't have the money sitting there necessarily. It was allocated in other places uh, in order to keep things moving. So there was a, like out of that money that was left over, it would, like that was my wage, that was my salary. I'm like, fuck, you know, I'm working. The thing that I looked back at, back at was I'm, I'm essentially making like net, let's say 150 grand a year, 100 grand a year uh, with, with what I had left over in my pocket. And that was pretty much all being funneled back into the household for to manage household expenses and, and, and everything else. You know, for $150,000 a year, I could probably exit this business, go get a job in corporate and be making the same money with less pressure, with less stress and with more money left over at the end of each month. I was like, fuck this shit. You know, it's not about uh, trying to raise the revenue to the, the, the dollar point that I wanted when the profitability wasn't there. So now what I look at when I'm, sometimes this happens, right? Where we get stuck in our heads. It's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Or I'm not, I, cause I'm not making a million dollars a year again yet. I will, but, but we're not there yet. And, and that's just the, the reality as at like right at this exact moment in time right now, we will, I will get back there. Uh, but the profitability will be way better than, than what it was back then. But it gets to be easy. You know, it, it gets to be more than okay. You don't have to sacrifice everything in order to get what you want. But have a really good look at how much money you are you walking away with at the end of every month and what needs to change. If you're not getting that, then what needs to change and what needs to be adjusted? Um, because I, I don't think there's anything more... Um, I don't know, like almost disheartening when when you're pouring all of this time, money, and energy into into growing something to making it bigger and bigger and bigger, but then you don't have that. Um, like either you don't have the you, know, you haven't made that financial cushion, or your expenses are just so high. Um, you know, you don't ever want to back yourself into a corner where you, in my opinion, I don't know, it's up to you. You might want to do this, but like, I don't want to get myself into a position where I'm like, shit, you know, I've got one month's worth of, of income in my account so that if I have to have a month off, that's all right, but I've got to get back on the bus. You know, I've got to get back on the train. I've got to pedal harder, faster in order to try and build that momentum up again. Like that to me isn't the definition of a freedom-based business. I mean, yeah, I get to, you know, work from what it, where I want, when I want, and how I want to do that, making sure I'm delivering to clients and, and that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, like, man, like if you want a freedom business, don't, don't create a, an iron cage for yourself um, just by trying to chase the revenue figure. But it does get to be easy. 
right? Now, the, the other thing is, is that your content gets to be easy. Your marketing gets to be easy. If you decide that it's easy for you and simple for you to be able to work with who you want, how you want, when you want, and, and that you do actually get to make this money easily, that it, that it comes into you easily, that the work that you do is easy, that's also okay. Part of this, this reflection back over the last five years, it's like, you know what, like the, the way that I work these days isn't really too dissimilar actually to, to the work that I was doing five years ago. Um, I just, I find it, and, and maybe it's that 10,000 hours thing. Um, you know, the more, the more you, the more you practice and work your craft, the more, uh, the easier it becomes and you develop that muscle of mastery, right? Uh, perhaps it's something like that. I don't know, but I know these days I'm just like, man, you know, I, I, I can't believe that I still get paid really great money to work with really great people who are doing really great things. And, and it's relatively, uh, effortless. It's, it's for the most part, it's easy. And, and I struggled for a while with, with coming to terms with that because, you know, it's like, well, if this is so easy, you know, why, like, should I, should I be paid what I'm being paid? Like, is, is this allowed to be easy? You know, shouldn't you have to work hard to make good money and, you know, all of that, you know, old ingrained crap often that we hang around, like that hang around with us. It doesn't necessarily have to be like that. The work that you find really easy to do, it's actually awesome if you're being really well financially, rec uh, rec um, not recompensed, what's the word? Um, remunerated for, for the work that you do, really, you know, even if you find it easy, I think that's a really good thing for you. Your content gets to be easy. There are ways of making that happen. There's ways of, of being able to bring those people in. There's ways of making it simple and easy for you to attract your audience in, which therefore makes your the work that you do easier, right? It makes your marketing easier. It makes your sales process so much easier. It makes it fun and enjoyable. And I think, you know, hell, you know, we, we put so much time, money, and energy into having our own businesses, into growing it, and to building that that freedom and having that choice and flexibility. That why does it need to be hard? And the great thing there is that it doesn't. So, I hope that's helpful for you today. Uh, I'd love to help you make your content creation easier, and there is a link in the chat that is all about contentology. Uh, contentology is, of course, starting on Monday, along with our Rebel with Soul. Content Academy. Now, the Rebel with Soul Content Academy is more a training style program. Well, not more. It, it is a training program on that will help you with your content creation, making sure that you've got all of the things that you need. Just grabbing the link, you guys. I need a um. I need a person to do this. Ah, Rebel with Soul. I need someone to do this for me because it's really irritating sometimes trying to find these links while I'm still trying to concentrate and be present with you. So the Rebel With Soul Content Academy is training on how to create content. Both your, You'll recall yesterday I talked about content marketing and authority marketing. Content marketing is where, which is what's really addressing contentology, which is about helping people see more of you in their newsfeed, creating those pattern interrupts, having something that's going out there that's, that's easy and simple for you to create, that is capturing and engaging and, and helps people to get more exposure to you in, in the different ways that you're able to show up and help them. And then Rebel With Soul Content Academy is a bit more about how you monetize all of that. So we're looking at creating your authority marketing, which is where it's very uh, specific. It's you creating your own IP. It's you making sure that you've got that authority and, and that positioning there. 
uh, as well as the content part. So we start on Monday. You've got the links to both of those in the comments just in there. If you've got any questions about it, please let me know. Remember, no matter what you do, the thing with your whole entire business is that it does get to be easy. It's allowed to be easy. And there is, I, I've, I've seen and heard people, and I know I've felt this in the past, that perhaps might feel a bit guilty that this, it's so simple and so easy for you. But actually, I think that's the whole freaking point. So, and it being fun as well, working with people that you love. So, I am going to leave you with that on this very fabulous and gorgeously sunny Thursday. I hope it's very lovely in your neck of the woods. Get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it, make it easy, and remember the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. I will talk to you tomorrow, if not before. Bye. And yes, I won at cards, FYI. <laughs> See ya.